I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. Before we dive into this week's choice, I would like to take the opportunity to thank you all for joining us over the past year, as well as to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to no matter what you celebrate. And if you don't celebrate, I hope you have a wonderful day, no matter what. And thank you for being a part of our family as we continue to grow and bring more great content to you. And now, on to the main show. Welcome to the Future Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today, we are talking about Made in Abyss Season 2, which was a continuation of the series that we actually have been watching for quite a while now. Uh, the series, the movies last, what, three weeks, four weeks, almost now, three yep, weeks, four weeks. Right. Yeah. This is week five. Holy smokes. Um, damn good series. Indeed. But, uh, before we really dive into it, uh, we were talking about, actually, we were just like kind of having some fun chatting, shit, chatting, relaxing, maxing, relaxing, acting all cool and all until Rick showed up and joined in on the fun too. And then uh, we talked about uh, uh, lightsabers, anim- uh, some more a- anime, next week's choice, and uh, the some other random absurd stuff. If you want to partake in that wonderful side of the conversations, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. If you also want to uh, help support us through other means, we do have affiliate links for you in the show notes. Before we dive into it, we want to invite everyone to experience Japan from the comfort of their own homes through Tokyo Treat. Now, Tokyo Treat is a monthly pop Japanese snack box subscription service where you'll get up to 20 of the exclusive limited edition and seasonally flavored snacks that are only available in Japan. And these are only Japanese snacks, so it's not like you go down to the local 7-Eleven down the street and just buy these. No, these are only available for a limited the time in japan now every month they always have a theme to go along with each of these boxes so you know it's not someone just randomly going around throwing things in a box and just shipping it your way no no it is someone actually going through and taking the time to help curate a box that is tailored to convey a particular time of year and this month's box is going to be the new year snack and party and What better way to help celebrate the new year than with this treat box from Tokyo Treat? Now, a couple of my favorite treats in here is the Good Luck uh, Tayayaki. Then you have the wonderfully and delicious Nakayo Donuts with the red and white Kit Kats. And I mean, like, I honestly, I really do have a sweet tooth anymore. It just seems like because these boxes just can't help and keep me going back for more. But that's not all. They also have the uh, Kobayaki Tarot Jerky, which honestly, I thought was really, really good. But then again, I may be weird. Maybe maybe you won't like it. But hey, to each their own. Now, 
in every single box, it's not just the snacks. You also receive a booklet that has allergen information in there and it tells you about the treats and it tells you about Japan so that way you gain a better understanding about them and their culture. And that is honestly one of my favorite things about this, aside from the delicious treats that are in there, like the choco corn puff stick, which is also very delicious, I might add. But, you know, I digress. I digress. The the booklet that is in there, it's full of information. It lets you know what allergen information is on there. So that way, if you're, you know, allergic to anything in particular, like my wife, she can't have dairy or my mother-in-law who can't have fish. This is a great way for you to be able to make sure that you can enjoy your snacks safely. And that is a very important thing to, to us being able to enjoy our snacks without any worry about eating something that we're not really supposed to be having. Now, as a special treat for our audience, if you use coupon code featured anime along with our affiliate link in the show notes, you will be able to save $5 off your first box. Now, if you don't like the treats or anything like that, or if you're not sure you want them, but you know someone else that would really love to have this wonderful box of treats every month, this makes a wonderful gift. And again, that is coupon code featured anime at checkout with our affiliate link available to you in the show notes. And it is very much appreciated. And now onto the meat and brotatoes. Uh, Made in Abyss uh, Season 2 originally came out in July 2022, ran all the way through September 2022. It is 12 episodes long. Producers for it are ATX, uh, Kodokawa, uh, just to name a couple of them. Uh, the studio for it is Kenema Citrus. It's based off of a light manga, and the genres are adventure, drama, fantasy, mystery, sci-fi, gore, survival. And yes, it is gore. I feel like time travel. Gore, gore, gore. Uh, not so much time yeah. travel. I would, I wouldn't say time travel because I mean, like they they give an actual estimate and time frame for it for where they're at, how long okay. they've been there. So, uh, but this this uh series uh season two, which is also known as the Golden City and the Scorching of the Scorching Sun. Uh, season two takes place directly after the movie, uh, the third movie to be specific. So if you have not seen the third movie, Dawn of the Deep, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that is what it's called. I think so. Uh, Dawn of the Deep Soul. Uh, This is something you do have to watch after you watch the movie, simply because the movie, one, explains how they got to where they are, which is in the sixth layer. And the movie also explains how Rico got the uh, white whistle. So this does take place directly after it. Um, And this basically, while it doesn't kind of, while it doesn't really proceed past the sixth layer, you learn about the people who showed up before, basically kind of like the first large group of individuals that have uh, shown up down in the sixth layer, as well as you learn that other people also have gone down there, whether or not they've made it down there is another story. Uh, but you learn about uh, the hollows. You learn about them being literally not able to go back up or go back down. Like once you're down at that sixth layer, that is it. There is no return. Hence the point mm-hmm. of no return. And then the, then you also start learning a little bit about uh, these 
robots called the interference units. And I could be mistaken. Yeah, that was a really, no, you, you're correct, but that, that, that was an honestly ingenious world building move right there. Yes. And it, it brought a whole other, <laughs> ironically enough, layer to the story because these units are there to gather information to interfere in order to gather information on how people react on not necessarily people but things react and how how everything not necessarily coexists but how everything interacts right and they've got a rather impressive knowledge base to begin with that you can exploit if they like you well it's not even just that right they're also able to share information with each other and expand on the information that they have with each other as well. So they are all interconnected. Although it seems like with reg, he's been disassociated or disconnected from it. Now we know that he's not from the sixth layer, which means he's from the seventh layer, uh, which is uh, as far as we know from the story, they only know of a seventh layer. There's no information beyond that, beyond the fact that there is a seventh layer. Uh, and this is okay. explained in the first movie as well as in the first season when they're first, when Rico's first talking about mm. it, they're talking about that there are seven known la- layers and mm. the, so the seventh one is the one that we can uh, basically assume is the one Rex from, and he's going up now being that when, when we're first introduced to reg and everything like that, you're learning about him a lot more in the this season as well. So you're learning about the people that showed up beforehand before uh in general which was the time frame they gave over 150 years. Yeah. Um you also know that that Bondrude has been down there several times which means he just sends sacrifice basically he's sending sacrifices down into the into the sixth layer knowing full well that they're not going to survive. They're not going to live on and they're going to die. But in if you think about it, you are correct. But here's my question. He can't use his whistle. He cannot use the white whistle because his original body isn't there. How is he still throwing sacrifices down there when the white whistle needs to activate? I think the white whistle gives you safe passage down, not necessarily the only way down. Oh, because you there's like, as you saw in the movie, there's a pit that drops you down and allows you to completely raise uh, the so he had an entire group of people, which means he probably just in general dropped an entire thing down. Everyone walked there. He had, cause he had a uh, MIDI with him when you saw, mm-hmm. and he obviously yeah. took MIDI back. This also gives you the, uh, the answers that we had wanted to have for the movie in that since MIDI basically survived uh, the six layer, no one else is really affected by going up or down in the level. So we also learned that in general, it's not that you're going up, up to a certain point or whatever. It's like in general, if you go up in general, any, any point you'll, you'll get encountered with it. It's not that you're leaving the second layer to the third layer or the Mm. third to the fourth or anything like that. It's in general, like if you go up any kind of elevation, you will actually encounter the quote unquote, curse so they they do provide a little bit more context in that regard and and they do again they also specify that once you're a hollow you're you're generally just not affected by the curse anymore from the perception that i got gathered at least for the sixth one well i would say yes and no 
only because we've seen them um, get captured by these flying animals. The flying animal, the flying beast, uh, after uh, after abducting them, raises it, raises itself up, and they no 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 they explode. That's not the fit. That's not the sixth layer. You're talking about people. I'm not talking about people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about hollows. Oh yeah, because hollows are are mo- for the at least the most part essentially immortal. Well, they're not immortal. For- they're not immortal. They, they can be killed. They can easily be killed. The only one that was immortal, the only one that wasn't able to be killed, was Mitty. Mm-hmm. She was the the accident, so to speak. Right? No one else okay. is the accident. No one else was immortal. Everyone else is is mortal. And and they even talked about it a few times about how Mitty was mm-hmm. unique in that she was immortal to a degree. I, I get what you're saying, and yes, I agree that Mitty was a special case, and she was factually immortal where she would heal regardless of the, the grievous inju- injury. I guess what I was kind of po- pointing to is they've got one character. Um, I forget what the name is. It's like mom or, or, or something like mom. It's a, a pink ma ghost ma. Yeah. And in when ma is essentially ripped apart, you see ma in the next uh, shot. Not completely healed, but well on the way to the mend. Well, it's not that they sh- that Ma was ripped apart. They were pulling things that they felt were very dear to Ma and dis- disintegrating it and getting rid of it. I yeah okay all right yeah let's just go with that because it'll 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 take too much time to try to get around try to justify my thoughts on it when in, in reality I, I'm I'm standing on shaky ground to begin with. Yeah, so I mean, like literally, you just and you, I, I understand where you're coming from because it was like, oh, that's really weird, but it's further clarified. Like, no, these people can easily be killed, and they are, they are in no way immortal. Like Mitty, you can crush, destroy, burn, and everything like that. To a, and then the only, there was only one thing that prevented Mitty from actually being killed. Mm-hmm. It the only one that mm-hmm. came that came. Uh, close to being another immortal, which was the name literal, is uh, Baputa. Was who? Baputa. Raputa? Baputa. Baputa. Okay. I was going to say, I, I, I wasn't hearing the F. I'm like, who the heck is Raputa? No. I missed somebody completely. No. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, she is considered to be the immortal princess, and it, it, she lives up to it. So long as she has a base that she can heal from, there's nothing that she cannot repair basically immediately. Like she had ripped off her arm and her ear as like a gift of some kind and got it right back in the next scene or two. And then you see her just completely obliterated to the point of like amazed that she's still conscious and then gets repaired back to the beginning. And you're like, geez, this is one resilient and she's strong to begin with just flat out. The strength that she's got beats most of the um, in not inhibitors. Those are not the right words. Um, the robots, the interferers, interference units, in, yeah, the interference units. She's stronger than them on birth, and but she's given the task essentially to kill her mother. Yeah, well, not just the mother. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say not just her mother, but the other units that are also there with her. Right. So, mm. but then you also learn that Reg's name. Has always been Reg, like even even before yeah. even before Rico named Reg Reg, it, it was Reg. 
So it was like, oh, you you were ordained, always destined to have that name. And that's kind of why I thought time travel was a thing here. Like, possibly, because some of the stuff that was going on was referenced back before, but it hadn't happened yet. Does that make sense? Like, it did. No. So Reg was Reg, and Reg was Reg, just regardless, right? Right. However, when you met Reg, he was on his way up through the mm-hmm. bo- from the bottom, mm-hmm. right? And it had been years past, okay? And it was roughly around the time when he met Liza, which is why I think Liza's on the seventh layer, because he had her pickaxe with him. Yeah. At the very least, he was her Obot. At the very least, there's some connection there that, that doesn't that doesn't let her be just somebody random or let, let him be somebody random. Well, we already know that they met. We already, we already know that they met. We already know that it's not that they were always together or anything like that. Like he was curious enough about her to actually approach her. Okay. Mm. From the flashbacks and in general, from her saying that he was spotting her. Right. And then we also know from that image alone that he went up to the fourth layer and he was the one that buried the the book and put the at pickaxe there. So we know that that was done. It was probably done at her direction. He also mm-hmm. knew, we also know that he knew he couldn't fire his incinerator uh, anymore. Otherwise, it would cause him to basically pass out. So there was that limitation on it. So we knew about that. So so we got a lot of answers out of this one. Like a lot of those mysteries. Yeah. Like, why did he, like, why did he pass out? What, what point? It's like, well, we knew about it. And he started off from the bottom. He just made his way all the way up. I can, we, we assume it's the bottom. I, I still suspect that the seventh floor isn't the last floor. I think that they're going to do, you know, a system of threes where the ninth floor or maybe even the 11th floor might be the final floor. Um, but that's, that's just speculation on my part. I've got no evidence to back it up. Um, what I will say is, the story kept jumping forward and back, um, back from the time that the first discoverers somehow had the, the, the compass that pointed down and they used that to find the abyss. And you find out that in that group, you've got what is essentially a religious zealot viewed as a prophet. Well, it's not even that, right? So you like in the group, yes, you, they, they do talk about that. However, it's not that they just somehow came across it. They came across the uh, Velu came across it because the guy that basically had her captive and did horrible, ungodly things to her yeah. um, had it and she took it from him, but he took it from a sailor and the circumstances and everything revolving around the ship and everything like that was very mysterious. and kind of unique in general, like, like the descriptions that was given and, and the circumstances in which the bodies were there. I do say bodies, uh, just kind of <laughs> gives me, single? gives me a lot of questions, right? Okay. But he had it and you know that he had, they had it because they were probably had gone to the Island as well. And so they had left. So at least that's my, my assumption based on the information that was available to me. I mean, it's a good idea. It's a good theory, but yeah, it's it's just this this left me with more questions than than I had initially. More answers than I thought I was going to get. I'd like to point that out. But the way that everything was structured, 
it felt like this was two seasons rather than one season and two really, really short seasons because you would jump back in time, follow them a little bit, jump forward in time, follow them a little bit back and forth, back and forth. And a few different times I was like, Oh, this totally happened. Oh no, that didn't happen. Oh no, this totally didn't happen. No, this did happen. And I called a few of them, right? And I called most of them wrong. Uh, as far as my, my assumptions on the predictions, there was twists and turns I wasn't expecting. Um, and initially the, when there was a sacrifice, when the, when the show alluded to there being a, a rather large sacrifice, I did not expect it to be the person we, we were looking at. You know what I mean? I thought the sacrifice would have been more, um, Okay, so to tell you what I'm talking about, they found this orb that grants wishes, but adults are too complicated to use it. So you need innocence and purity of thought in order to grant to, for this thing to, to work. Right. And then we're going to give it to a kid. And it again, just happened to be. Was, was yeah, no, it was like yeah. it, it, it's it's not that they decided to, on a whim to give it to a kid either. Um, They gave it to them because it's like, hey, you're dying anyways. We'll see if this actually helps you. and. You learned that the prophet that you had referenced earlier, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't just like a whim move. It was a calculated move. Oh, this dude could see like twenty eight thousand steps in the future. And I almost feel bad that someone as intelligent as him um ended up being the character he is. He'd have been a wonderful ally, and for the most part he appeared to be such. But there was just enough wrong that I was like something's some is not feeling correct in the, in this. Yeah. And I found it to be quite interesting that the hollows still harbored some serious, um, let's call it human like tendencies, uh, such as bartering. Um, in one instance, um, I looked like, uh, an attempt on, on her life. And she's got this fluffy little, um, rat with wings. I don't know. What, what, what's the animal that she keeps carrying around? The I don't know what you call it. Uh, it had a name. Remember. She keeps calling it. Yeah, I can't remember the name though. Anyway, what ends up happening is they go to this this area on the sixth floor. They find it after being uh, robbed. I guess that would be a good way to say it. And they find this sanctuary where the curse just doesn't seem to be there. You could go sky high. You could go down to the floor. No issue. No nothing like that. But. There doesn't appear to be any humans available to talk to. And very few of these creatures speak the human language. And their their money system is quite interesting because it's like they're given money based on perceived value, but their own perceived value. For instance, there was uh, Ma, the one we were talking about, made this mistake of accidentally squishing this this pet rodent that she's that that our main character has. And when they're like, well, we'll just replace it. How much was it? And then she's like, you can't put a price on it. Ma lost a lot of their own possessions trying to make amends and then lost some of their skin and flesh to appease the balance. And when the balance was was situated, it, it turned into a, a, a few coins, so to speak. Well, it's um, not that it turned into a few given. coins and it's not that skin and flesh was pulled, was ripped off. It was items and objects that were pulled out from underneath the, the skin because it was a teddy bear. It was other things. It was, yeah, it was like a bunch of pocket. It was a giant pocket that was being pulled out. 
just happened to be very See, disgusting. I, I could have sworn they lost their right arm and their skin was ripped off and sold. Uh, I don't remember that, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, like it, the reason why I remember is because the rest of the show, uh, they show back up and they're they're kind of patched back together. It's quite funny. They have a rather realistic butt. Um, yeah, but they've but, always had that realistic. But I mean, like yeah, that's, it, that's always been the that thing. Interesting. I thought it was an interesting character choice. Yeah. Uh, everything else looks very comical except a prickly butt. Um, however, uh, the next time you see this character, it's missing. It, it's right arm that was ripped off. Uh, looks like it might be growing back. Kind of, sort of, not sure. Um, and some of these creatures on the sixth floor were just absolutely fantasiful. Um, you've got this giraffe-looking thing with a snail tail coil thing, but it sounds like a horse, and it's got exploding scales, and it's... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not in the area that they're at, right? No, no, so, it's not, but that's so on the sixth floor. I mean, like, don't, don't get it all I'm jumbled around. up. Don't jump around. <laughs> stay on the path, man. Just stay on the path. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about the hollows, and then you're like, you have this thing over here. It's like, where did that come from? That's not in the area. It's like, don't stay <laughs> on the path, man. Stay on the path. It's all right. You don't need well, to. That, that was just one of the dangers that they were hiding from in the sanctuary. Um, well, it's so. Let's clarify. They weren't mm-hmm. hiding from the dangers in the sanctuary. They couldn't leave the sanctuary. The only ones that could leave the sanctuary were Reg, Nanachi, and Rico. Mm-hmm. That is it. And Rico? Yes. Rico. R-I-K-O. Rico. Oh, okay. We're talking present time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the, sorry, the, no, I, the, I, the, the group in general didn't, didn't run across those creatures at all. Like, that wasn't a, one of the creatures that they ran into. I could have sworn it was because it was in the notepad her mom had. Just because her mom had the notepad with that creature in it doesn't mean the people inside the building ran into it. Oh, the people inside the... Mm, eh, okay. She used it as a bartering tool. She gave it. She traded it. That's why it was worth something, which means that Rico's mom... Rico's mom... Well, no, because if it was her mom's, because she recognized it as her mom's, her mom Mm -hmm. traded it to them for something, obviously. I'm thinking Rico did it. No. But... Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, because yeah, you, my my naming skills are not the best. And when you're like, oh yeah, she did it, she did it, she did it, but you're skipping from Rico to her mom. I I'm got not lost saying I'm not for- saying Liza, which is her mom's name, and Rico, mm-hmm. which you know is the name of the main character because it's yes, it's been weeks, literally. Rico, <laughs> weeks, weeks. <laughs> No, but like, so when Rico finds her mother's notepad in a bazaar of somebody else's, that's when you find out what value is and value is not necessarily money. Value could be anything, hair, skin, nails, organs, eyeballs, anything. If it's valuable, the city will eat, will generate a, a value mark for it. Yes. And it's some things are more valuable to other people. Like for instance, there's one creature that has a value if you step on it, it brings value to this thing and you get paid to do it. Yes. Um, other things. If you, if there was one other thing that it would pay you to, to let it cut you. Yes. And it, the, the value, the value is not given by the person. It's given by the, the, the tower, the, the city, if you will. Well, it's, it's not even necessarily that, right? It's your own, my, my, and this is my, 
perception of it, right? Mm-hmm. It is your own perception of the value that it is worth. And the reason why I say that is because when the creature that Rico has gets injured, uh, Kaja, he says, the creature that's with him says, is it worth a lot? Like, is it is it precious? Is it truly valuable? It's like, yes, this is truly precious. This is truly valuable. You can't, can't uh, you know, uh, put a basically a price tag on it and that's what ends up happening mm, yeah it's just i know we're jumping around a lot it's because there's a lot to jump around through well it also um, doesn't help that it also jumps around from past to present past to present yeah right oh also found yeah. a found a picture uh mm-hmm. you know like i usually do for my backgrounds does have a weird yeah. it still has a different right arm it just changed the differences for the right arm for ma so went from accordion to red leather <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Um, ah. <laughs> which just adds to the confusion even more, which means it was always weird, no matter what. The money system in there didn't make any sense to me. It's because like a I, room, like I had just stated, it's it's based on mm-hmm. their the individual's own perceived value, right? So the living creature no, was I, highly valuable to them, whereas yes. for Ma, it was a stuffed animal and the right arm mm-hmm. was equated. Yes to it right so uh-huh. to, to coins. yeah because that's the currency within the area and it's not that you're necessarily given coins to tangibly hold on to it is always with you wherever you need it it's not like you pull it out of your pocket and there it is you basically just kind of slap your hand on the counter and poof there it is there's all your coins yeah they, they did say it was value and you couldn't throw it away you couldn't get rid of it it was a value that always stayed with you yes and that was kind of awesome to me, too. It made me think that the area that they're in wasn't necessarily separate from the curse. The curse just shifted from where they were at. Like, that, the energy that the curse was given had to be manipulated. Mm. That's what I thought at the time. Yeah. So. A little bit later on, because that, that's why I was like, you can't, if they're following any kind of science, which, trust me, science doesn't belong here at all. I mean, I don't know why you would even go if they're following any kind of science. I mean, like, we're talking about people literally delving into the center of the world, coming mm-hmm. back, and depending on the area that you're in, will have a certain level of curse. And it's not even necessarily that it's like, oh, if you raise from here to, and then you reach this layer, it's like, no, in general, you raise a few feet, boom, this happens. So you could, within the same layer, Go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, and encounter the same curse multiple times. I agree with that. But what I also say is it's fairly consistent throughout the entire show. The 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 curse, the energy, whatever you'd like to call it, is fairly consistent, except in here. Well, we weren't talking so saying, about we weren't talking about it not being consistent. And I know, gave, but I'm they, saying like if it if there's any kind of logic to go with it, I it, the way that I saw it at that time, and again. I, later on, I realized it was incorrect, but the way I was able to justify the the uh, the goings on, the curse wasn't there, so something else had to replace it. That's what I thought, and that's that's what made the most sense to me. And it turned out to be incorrect, but not as incorrect as I thought, because instead of it being replaced, it was being rejected. It was being it, the, the 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 tower they were in was basically its own little isolated world. Yeah, and you find out. That. Yeah, you you find out a lot that's going on in there. They have their own ecology, their you know their their own economy, 
everything. There's, there's a lot that goes on inside there and the story of it to how it comes to be, how it exists is it's really kind of sad and twisted at the exact same time and learning about everyone that's going through it, learning about how it gets to that point, learning about the people that came there beforehand and just the overwhelming sad story for everyone that's there is just, honestly, it's, it's next level. You know, I don't, well, that, and the writing is also really awesome too, because there was a few characters that I absolutely despised. I yes. wouldn't have cared if they, they rotted away and then they were able to, along the, the course of the story, salvage themselves to the point where I started feeling bad for them. Like it, they went from a, a wretched, despicable character to a pitiable character. So like the, the the quality of the writing was really good. The story development, the world building. Yeah. Yeah. Highly. I, I just like the rest of the shows, just like the rest of the series. Indeed. And the, the, the world building for it. And then the minor details that they actually in, infuse into it. It also really kind of makes you think at the exact same time too. Right. That, mm-hmm. that especially when it comes to the white whistles and I won't go into details about it, but it, it makes you wonder like, are all the white whistles like that or do they all have the same, uh, I want to say growth. That'd be a nice way to, put um, it. that's a real yeah, question. It'd be, it'd be weird. Uh, well, since you bring up the white whistles, one of the things that shocked me was the cost to the, the owner of the white whistle. Well, the fact that you hang on to be fair. We don't know if everyone is like that. No, we don't. So you can't, you can't, you can't say, you can't bring that as a definitive. We don't know if it's, which is why I have this question. And it is a question that Mm -hmm. I feel like wasn't utilized for all the other ones, simply because they, none of them, none of the other ones, uh, at least layer five and above have obviously utilized, which is, well, being that you can't return from the fifth layer or the sixth layer can't 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 have your i want to say whistle grow and i'll leave it at that i'm trying not to go into too much detail you should know what i'm talking about i'm trying to be as vague as possible and you're like no jack give me more details bro (laughs) it's like no man i'm being vague on purpose (laughs) i was like i was over here like what's where are you going with it? Like I'm, I'm trying to be vague and not give too much details away because that's a main pivotal story point. It could be, it could, it could be trivial. Who knows? You don't know. I don't know, but I felt like it was pivotal enough to not say it. And you're like, no, let's I'm totally, spoiling. let's, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I have no idea. It's just like, bro, I know you know what I'm talking I know you know what I'm talking about. It, it took me a second to get there because the, the way that you worded it, it didn't really to make it, I couldn't follow it, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about now, and it's a twist. <laughs> so. Oh, man, no, it's just, this whole story, I think, I look forward to the next season, even though it's probably not going to be out for a minute, um, well, longer than a minute, but... It'll, it'll take a while for it to come out, that is for sure. I'm very curious as to how they're going, what they're going to bring out, because those little, those, those little wishing orbs blindsided me. The way you use them, the way they could be used, the way they could be corrupted, the way that they could alter everything in your reality or nothing in your reality. Um, 
how the wishes you want aren't necessarily the wishes you get. Um, well, because like it might not be your your true desire. You might be verbalizing it, and it might be a want, but it's not your deepest wish. Well, let's let's rephrase it, right? Because it does grant you your wish. It granted the wish. Mm-hmm. It just didn't grant it the way you wanted it. It didn't. It didn't do it in the way they were wanting it, right? So it's not that it didn't grant it. No, it it for sure did. It just it didn't grant it in the way that was wanted. Okay, sure, sure. Um, and, and we'll 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 delve into that in the post show a little bit. Fair enough. <laughs> so fair so that enough. way so that way you you understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. I suspect, but I, I can't be certain. Um, honestly, this is such a, this is a show that we could go on for, for hours on minor details, major details that it's not like you're, you're traveled all the way throughout everything. It's not like you are, uh, thrown through the whole layers. It's honestly centralizing around one core focus, the season as well as kind of gaining and obtaining answers, as well as learning more about reg, learning more about the layers in general, learning more about the entire ecosystem down there. Yeah. Amazing. 100%. Ten ten would do again. Ten ten would watch it again. Yep. So loved every second on a scale of up to 10, sir. How would you rate this? Um, I'm giving it another nine. I can't, I can't justify the 10, you know, but I can justify the nine because the story was immaculate. It was unique. I've never ever encountered another story like this. Mm-hmm. The artwork flawless. I hit pause a few times in some action scenes where I expected some rather blurred, funny things. Didn't see any of that. It was crystal clear. I, I, I'd say within the, the realm of acceptance, um, the gore, <laughs> it was still there. Uh, music seemed to be, a little bit lackluster in my mind. Um, I felt like it, it, it could have been more prominent than it was. Um, and I had a little bit more questions than I had, than I had answers at the end of it. So yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Okay. Uh, I'm also giving it a nine. The music honestly was the exact same as it was for the rest of the series. So there, they, I do find the music kind of a little lackluster for it in that sense, in that they're just maintaining the status quo for the music. However, there are some subtle differences. Not enough to really wow me, though. Uh, artwork was great. The storytelling was great. The overhaul, overall uh, character development and growth for a majority of them was really, really well done. And I can't complain about it too much. Definitely does leave you with a hell of a lot more questions uh, than what you were given at the beginning. And then um, also kind of leaves the door open for possibly another character joining them on their journey. So, I mean, like that's always a positive note. So I do know that a uh, season three last I check was confirmed. So we do have season mm-hmm. three coming uh, when it is going to be here is a- another story entirely. That's good. That, that's really good news. Cause it definitely needs more. Yes. All right. Uh, next week's choice. It's uh, called sky crawlers. It's a random choice. And it's a uh, mm-hmm. drama military psychological. So there you go. If you uh, feel like we did this week's choice too much justice, not enough justice, or just got everything wrong or anything right or anything like that, feel free to let us know. All our contact information is available for you in 
the show notes. You can also go to featuredanimepodcast.com and all our contact information and everything like that is there. If you want to help support us, help us grow and listen to the pre and post show that we usually post with every episode, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. If you also want to help support us by other means and get yourself some nice, delicious treats, you can go to uh, our show notes and we do have affiliate link there for you. It's for Tokyo treats. If you use that affiliate link along with coupon code featured anime, you get $5 off your first month. And trust me, these treats are certainly worth it. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.